Okay, kids, let's go. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. You can bounce him when you have I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron Podcast. For now. Let it breathe on you a little bit. Coming at you. Episode 260. It is. 260. About to be March 1st of 2021. What's wrong? That happens to me sometimes. Like while you have the headphones on, it gets like itchy inside. Like I have to like rip the thing off. I'm like, God damn, what's going on in there? There's a bug. This fucking sound waves are tickling my brain. (laughs) Yeah, it gets violent every once in a while. It's worse when I'm uh, when I'm gaming and I have my gaming headset on and I'm like in in a heated battle and I just have to like fling the ear off and scratch my ear. (sighs) <sighs> Dangerous. Violent ear scratches. It takes skills to do that. It does. It really does. Really does. No one gives you achievement points on Xbox for that. They should, though. If they did, I'd have one. How you doing, Mopar? Salacious. How are you? That's a good... That's a good... Uh, what type of word is that? Adverb? I, uh, Adjective? Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm ravished with sexual tension. <laughs> I'm pretty sure is what salacious means. I think it does, yeah. And Lucas knew that, and he just... What are we going to name this? Sexual Tension B. Crumb. (laughs) (laughs) Sexual Tension Sidekick. Yes. George, that doesn't make any sense. That's That's the third movie. We're fucking doing it. Yeah. There's no rules now. I got my money from the first one. Oh, and Luke and Leia related. Yep. And Salacious B. Crumb. Salacious B. Crumb. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (sighs) Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Cameron Smith, Brandon Quinn, welcome, welcome. Um, it's a gay, it's a, it's a good, good <laughs> launching point. Um, I, we did not do any planning here. We never do. We never, well, sometimes, but, um, I, it, I'm gonna let you talk. You're gonna so have to, you're gonna have to words. make a point here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna make me edit this, and I don't want to do that. No, uh, um, no, we don't really plan. I, I write things down. I have an ongoing note. So as things pop up in the week, I'll write it down. We record. We talk about it. I delete them all and start fresh. So I don't know what you wrote down this week, but I wrote down three things. Well, um, obviously WandaVision. Big yes. spoiler. Episode uh, so, uh Yeah. Episode seven. Yeah. It's episode eight. Oh yeah, there's nine. I'm just I'm assuming there's like eight episodes total, and I knew oh, it's the one before the last. So, you're doing yeah. the subtraction. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing the subtraction. So, yeah. um, second to last episode. So we're all accurate here. Yep. Um, super hyped. We'll, we'll dig into that a little bit. I do want to. Uh, so I, I chose a new hope as my background. I see that for a reason. Um, something I really want to dig into is really getting into the mindset of those children in the 70s and we're gonna i'm gonna we're gonna do a deep dive into 1977 what was going on i mean we'll touch upon music other movies the toys that are coming out 
But I really wanted to get into the mindset so we can more accurately understand the impact okay. of the original, original trilogy. Because I think it's even hard for Commander and I. Obviously, we were born in uh, the 80s, so complete miss on our end. Um, but I'd like to do this for all three original trilogies and then even into the prequels to really get... Because I think there are younger viewers out there that... Um, I hope there's not younger viewers watching this show. They shouldn't. Tune the fuck out, kids. <laughs> Tune out, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think it's a it'd be a nice uh, touch point for us uh, to really wrap our heads around. Because, you know, we, owe, we kind I'm of... Interested. We, sh- we shit on the original children, but for unrealistic reasons, you know, we weren't there at the time of launch. Um, and, you know, when, when I look back at like the original trilogy and the assumption of technology, I'll, I'll say it that way. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Cause in 1977, like color television is barely like 50% of people are still watching black and white because fuck it. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I have some tabs Already loaded up on my browser here. That sounds um, good. Sounds like a special episode. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get into it because I th- I think that re- would really help everybody to understand the impact of the original trilogy because it is hard sometimes and that's regardless outside of Star Wars to go back and watch a very dated movie. Yeah, it can really take you out of the movie when you're when you're dude. It's 30, 40, 40 years ago. 43, 44 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I mean, we're getting to a half century. See, I almost want to disagree with you because I feel like within Star Wars, I feel like A New Hope is the one that always gets the acclaim and the accolades and is untouchable. And we look back on it like it's holy, holy ground. But I'll entertain it. Well, uh, if I saw correctly, it did not win the Oscar. Fuck Oscar. A, a different movie won the Oscar for best, best, uh, best film. In 1977. So even f- with the huge popularity and the groundbreakingness, it still didn't, or w- at least wasn't recognized for what what it was. So Hollywood was confused. Yeah, they were. Well, they they saw that movie and were dazed and confused. They didn't even. We can't even vote for this. It's too good. <laughs> and uh, so Cameron Smith in the chat here said, "Disco, disco, good, good." The funny thing is. But going back to 1977, disco wasn't even a thing yet. It wasn't? It was launched. So Saturday Night Fever was, was released in 77, but it was late 77. Oh, okay. So Disco Fever wasn't even a thing when you look at, what was it, April or May release that they did for... Yeah. So we're, we're, we're six months ahead of the beginning of disco. You think that how old shit is... <laughs> Like that's old, so uh, that, that at least puts it into uh, some perspective uh, for for some of us kids. I'm gonna look up when did "Miss You" by Rolling Stones come out? 1978. Cool. Just curious. Yeah, yeah. That's the classic. Like even the Stones went disco track, and I love that song very much. Oh, I so, don't even. I don't even know that one. You'd know it if you heard it. You just don't okay. know the title. Yeah. I probably I know the the song and didn't even realize it was Rolling Stones. Probably, it might, yes. It might be one of those. I guarantee you know it. I can't play it because we'll get illegal, but I don't, you know. We'll just get <laughs> blitzed. <laughs> yeah. Mick Jagger's waiting for someone to play Stones Live on a stream. Yep. Those Mick Jagger drones. Everybody knows about them. <laughs> <sighs> cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to chat about that. We, In addition, we have 
Um, two notes of gaming news that we'll talk about. Let's start with the gaming news. Do it. Let's start with the gaming news. Okay, one is uh, pretty cool, but nothing major. Republic Commando is coming to PlayStation 4 mm, okay. and Nintendo Switch. But that's the only thing, huh? So it's. I don't think it, because of that, they didn't say Xbox, because it's already backwards compatible for Xbox. Yeah. So I don't think it's been remastered or anything. It's just getting ported over to be backwards compatible for PS4 and maybe it was PS5. I think it's yeah. PS4 and Switch. Wouldn't that be shitty if they launched it for PS4 and not 5? Well, that's one of the points of contention with the PlayStation is that the 5 is not fully backwards compatible. So you're making a backwards compatible game for the 4, but not the 5. Yeah. What a uh, shitty I'm setup. Yes, Republic Commando. Here, let me just uh, let me just do the shareables here. Boop, 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 Republic Commando launches PS4 this April. It's a fun game, but it is dated. I don't... This is not a good article. Find me something better. Where's IGN? <laughs> Man, Polygon. I trust Polygon. Let's talk about that. Polygon. Uh, let's see. It was ported to the Xbox One in 18. Is now coming to PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch in April of this year. <laughs> Bless you. It costs 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Yeah, dude, that is crazy. If you have an Xbox, you can just get the disc and plug well, it in. Well, nowadays it's probably like a, a collectible. But I was going to say, for a while, you could get some of those old games on disc from GameStop for like 50 cents and you can play it. Just pop it into the Xbox and they're like, oh, yeah, you own this. You can play it now. Yeah, it still works. Kotor. That's how I did it. But on these other platforms, you're going to have to purchase it but you know i we're, we're thinking from the the old head perspective because you know the young kids who don't weren't around for the original release this this is a cool you yeah know, hey it's like a brand new game but it's old perfect yep. yep 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 16 years old this game is but it does have a cult following it was a great shooter it was an amazing like uh rainbow six style shooter back then so good shit good shit um i have to say the fact that Lucasfilm Games was just announced and has already put out like five things, even though some of them are just moving shit over to a new platform, mm -hmm. I feel like is huge. Things are rolling along at least, yeah. They are not fucking around. <laughs> they are not yeah, fucking around. Yeah, I think uh, it, it, it was just, you know, a matter of time. Yeah. it's It was one of those things, and they knew it. They're like, dude, we're being pigeon-held by fucking EA. Yeah. And, you know, even after, you know, once once Disney got their ducks in a row with, with Star Wars and got their money back and started doing their own thing, they probably looked at that glaring issue. But the step one is let's do the fucking movies. Yep. Let's launch some new media, get the books in order, and then the games have to be a, a complete overhaul. So I'm yeah. sure it was uh, on the list, the to-do list uh, for a long time. Well, it also probably took them like, you know, a year and a half just to get everything prepared. So they announced it in January, but like it, pro they probably been working behind the scenes for over a year to, you know, put out a release schedule and we're gonna port this and remaster this and this new game's coming out. So they just gotta wait till they're ready to actually announce it. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan's just... never played. He's a PlayStation boy. Well, I think you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, it's uh, don't don't have your expectations too high. 
but it is a fun, yeah. Yeah. Like squad game by yourself. Yeah, it's 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 solid. Yeah, it's really solid. Yeah. And if it's not updated, yeah, I mean you're shooting at blocks, but you know. <laughs> Super battle droid blocks. Yes. It's yes. hard too. Um yeah, I remember some, it being some, really difficult. Some bits were were hard. I did replay it recently because I own an Xbox. Me too. And I think I bought it for like three dollars or something. Um, but it, there were there were points that were hard, hard. But uh, yeah, it was it was good. Well, the Super Battle Droids in Republic Commando are definitely the same way that Din Djarin remembers the Super Battle Droids yeah. in his flashbacks. That's how brutal they are. There's some uh, uh, Ocean fuckers, too, because they're flying yeah. all around, and it's yeah, like, man. dude, what the hell am I supposed to shoot at? Those supersonic green weapon things, yeah. 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 No, it's fun, and it is nice that, like, you know, one of your squad mates can go down, and you're like, oh, do I keep shooting the enemy, or do I, do I have someone else go pick him up, or am I closer? Like, it, there is a lot of, like, at least not a lot, but there is a bit of strategy involved in, in a simple shooter, so. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. What crazy... Just the expansion of Star Wars. Like, we look back at... I'm going to I'm gonna keep di- diving into A New Hope. The fact that he says to Luke, you know, I fought in the Clone Wars, you know, while Luke's playing with his fucking baby X-Wing thing. His X-Wing model... But to, to, no, to go it's, back it's to a, that, it's a shuttle, I think, right? Oh, yeah, it's a Lambda shuttle, yeah. Yeah. But uh, to think that, like, in back then, that they just plant a seed, the Clone Wars. Yep. And look at it now. The that Clone was... Wars is like 80% of Star Wars medium. Yeah. I wouldn't say 80%, but it's a big, big section. I mean, one episode one, two, and three... Think of the comics that happened in it. The cartoon series was one of the biggest things ever. I would include Rebels almost. Well, that's unfair, but... Yeah. No. no. Don't include Rebels. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. It's really cool how, how well they expanded that. And it's also really cool how well they played out Darth Vader, which is something stupid to say. But, you know, I really think they could have ruined Darth Vader doing the prequels and i don't think anybody thinks that nope nope it makes him yeah we've talked about his relationship with ahsoka it makes his fall to the dark side more tragic yeah because not only is he thinking about padme and his unborn kid he's thinking about ahsoka ahsoka like a sister daughter to him and defying his master and now now that brings up obi-wan's character like in four obi-wan's Obi-Wan's obviously like war-torn, but it's a more personal war-torn after you see the prequels. So, Yep. And it's crazy that it's also kind of funny that how he says before the dark times, before the Empire. When you look at episode two and three, it's just all war. <laughs> You're like, dude, everybody's dying. That was a good time? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Yeah. People, I think that's a, a common thing. Soldiers often say that because they feel, you know, when you're put in a ridiculous situation, you feel a bond with people that you're there with. Yeah. So, well, it's overcoming the odds. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever tell me the odds, though. Don't. But yeah, I mean, it's a stressful time. But he's, you know, working hand in hand with Anakin. Well, making change. They, they, they felt like they were. They had the galaxy at their fingertips, and they were making the change, especially with Anakin at your side. Yeah. He'll Go over here and wants. do something. 
fucking done. What? What's next? Yoda, give me the to-do list, bitch. <laughs> Don't you ever talk to Master Yoda like that. The only one that I could think that could talk to Master Yoda like that is Obi-Wan. So especially after the fact that those two were the only ones to survive from a certain point of view. Well, I was going to say Mace Windu. Mace? Probably talks shit to Yoda all the time. Probably talks shit, but I think there was a little more respect. Like, I think they had it out for each other early on in their relationship. Probably, yeah. you know, and tested each other. Like, I'm fucking stronger than you. You're Look how, how small. How are you supposed to... You're supposed to roll this shit? You can't... You need a fucking high chair to meet us at the fucking table. Get off. Stop it. And then he got put in his place, and then they're like, okay, okay, Yoda, you you cool. You cool. All right. I want to know mm-hmm. who's... The subcontractor that makes all of the the chairs for the Jedi Temple. For, yeah, for the Jedi Council. Like he's got to custom make it to form fit the, who, the ass of, of all those different species. Exactly. Who's the corporate yeah. buyer? Right. Jedi. That's, a, that's an expensive order. Those are all handmade, man. We need we need a, we we built a brand new wing. It's got a like nice classrooms. We need the, these thirty different versions of the same chair. And we yeah. need one high chair for the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, get on it. I want to need everything whittled out of wood, too. Special wood. This is a nice place. For sensitive wood, please. No expense. Yeah. No expense spared. Is, 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 yeah. yeah. Where do they get their funding? You know, because like Hogwarts, I feel like the kids have to pay to go. So there's tuition. But like, yeah, the Jedi children Council, are stolen. Yeah. Yeah, they steal the kids. So who's supporting? Like, does it just come out of the tax fund from the Senate? I imagine they rob the families before they steal the children. <laughs> Your kid's force sensitive, and he can have a real future if you give us 10,000 Dad Terry's and the kid. First of all, give me your child, and also, where's your wallet? <laughs> Gonna just, wire transfer that shit to my tape, bank, please. Just tape your wallet to your child, and we'll, this will make everything easier. <laughs> Train his college fund. He's starting yeah. college now. No, I guess, uh, yeah, I... I taxes, is it funded? Baby. Was Republic it hand-built? Hand-built by uh, the Jedi at some point? I wonder if they... I feel like it would be counterintuitive because they are just, you know, keepers of the peace and guardians. But I, I wonder if they get paid for some of, like, the, the jobs and the missions they have to go on. An organized group, yeah. Like, if rich people are just like, I need someone to figure this out. Jedi, I think you can help. I'm going to pay you, you know, 50 grand to do it. So they probably just make their money from contracts like that. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, they got to be raking taxes. Well, yeah, it's just think about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon in the first episode. Yeah. In the first scene, like they were sent out, I'm sure there there's a couple bucks in their pockets to finish this trade negotiation. If they if they are completed, you get another fucking ten grand for your shit show of a school, bro. Yeah, yeah, they don't get it. Yeah, it goes right into the fund. Chicago nope. News got to order more books. No possessions. Nope. Just those robes. Hmm. I wonder how many robes they go through. You know, like, I feel like Spider-Man's got, like, you know, 14 suits just in case one of them rips. He's got to change it out. I wonder if the Jedi have uh, closets in the temple in their little cubby. Do they they just have seven of the same set of robes just in case? Who does the laundry? They can't have rooms because that's that... well, where are they? You got to sleep somewhere. You got to sleep outside. You have no possessions. Outside? That's not your room. Why do they have a temple if you have to sleep outside? Cause that's not their temple, not paid for. Jedi can't have funds because then no, that, that's... the the temple has possessions. The Jedi don't. 
Oh. So you're you are the temples, actually. Well, because the temple has like the visors and training lightsabers and books and stewards and, and all that mm. shit. So the temple has things. Like I said, it's like Hogwarts. But yeah, the Jedi don't make any money. But I feel yeah. like they have to have their own little apartment in the Jedi Temple. Mm. And like dormitories and stuff. Yeah. Brendan said, Obi-Wan has at least 20 robes. He tosses them off before yeah. every duel. Yeah. You all well, move. <laughs> what if that, what if like being a Padawan was like an internship and like just you just had to around. follow, yeah, follow around Obi-Wan and just pick up his robes when he drops them and follow Anakin and pick up his lightsaber when he <laughs> drops it from we 50 got, stories up. <laughs> we got a week long of, uh, week long battles and yeah. you got to bring the, the laundry basket. Carry the yeah. laundry basket behind Obi-Wan. Yeah, they got to go through hazing and like, yeah, you just do laundry for the first three years at the Jedi Temple. <laughs> yeah. Watch that shit on Delicates. Delicates, bro. <laughs> Tumble dry low, please. Those things will shrink. Oh, yeah. You don't want, you don't want tight robes, bro. Actually, well, I mean, I guess we saw a lot of um, Jedi Temple shit in the Clone Wars cartoon, but while they're thinking up new Disney Plus series... Something like that's going on inside the Jedi Temple would be really interesting. Like, you know how those old, what was that book, that book series with young Obi-Wan? It was like Young Jedi. Young Jedi, yeah. A lot of that took place inside the temple and like training and like day-to-day shit. It'd be interesting to see a series that just focused on like, yeah, like inside the Jedi Temple. Yeah. Day-to-day operations. Trading stonks. Stonks, yes. Yeah, what's the uh, what's the stock market on Coruscant look like? What's the retirement fund? Are you a Jedi until you die? Is that how it works? How do they have Wall Street if they don't have streets? Yeah. They have, they have who, air traffic lanes. Who owns the walls? This is this is just <laughs> money. <laughs> money that's in transit. Probably, that's probably how they make their money. They got one Jedi. They're using the force to predict the, the stock markets, <laughs> investing their money, making stonks, making tendies, and that's how they pay for all the Padawans. Yeah. There Padawans we go. Padawans got to eat. I figured it out. I figured it out. Padawans got to eat. <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. What else? Uh, so that that was a big ramble on. To, uh, <laughs> so Republic Commando is going to be a thing for PlayStation. What else? PS and Switch, yeah. Uh, the other thing, it's pretty cool. Uh oh, hold on, hold on. I okay. don't know if you heard about it. Here we go. I think you did because we shared it in the chat. Um, but this is like this is a soft RSP prediction from way back in like 2015 because I know we definitely talked about this. Okay. And now here it is. I'm just gonna share the screen and let you react to it. Open world RPG. There's a new Pokemon open world RPG. So you're literally just gonna. It's gonna be like over the shoulder, and you have to like find. So yeah, just, I'll like, play. Picturing... I'll play a little bit of the footage here. So you're basically in Skyrim, but there's Pokemon on the ground instead of yep. deer. Yep. Yep. If you're if you're just listening to the audio episode, uh, just look up uh, Pokemon RPG on YouTube. You can find this trailer, but we're playing it on screen right now. But yeah, it looks very much like Skyrim landscape, very like comic cell shading art style, which looks cool. But like your character is hiding in the grass and there's live Pokemon just everywhere. 
you don't have to like wait for them to appear. They're just hanging out in the world, which is fucking awesome. They're literally just like throwing pokeballs. That's that's kind of weird to me. Yeah, I wonder how uh, how smooth of a game. Okay, so it looks like they sent in a Pokemon to, to defeat yeah. that one first. Art style looks cool. I do yeah. like that, like, matte anime art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not a crazy amount of footage. A lot of it is just them kind of running around the world and throwing Pokeballs and stuff like that. But it looks really cool. And it's something that, you know, we talked about a long time ago. We've been kind of wanting for a while. So Something different. I'm, I'm fine with that. Very, very much so, yeah. Open world Pokemon RPG. I feel like it's... I'm surprised it took them that long to do that. Yeah. No, it's a good point. Like, have there been major Pokemon games on on the full consoles? Yeah, they come out on a regular basis. It's just on Switch, though, nowadays. Because I think they discontinued the uh, DS. Because the Switch is obviously also handheld. So everything's been coming out on Switch. Yeah. So I think there's been three or four Pokemon games for the Switch. But this is on a whole different level, though. Yeah. Is that so? But it's going to be Switch only, you're saying? I, yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah. That's yeah, because they have, I mean, Pokemon's like exclusively with Nintendo. Hmm. They always have been. They always will be. Yeah. You know, I learned a fun fact, speaking of Pokemon. Uh-oh. I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember which one, but they were saying... They com- someone commented on Star Wars and they're like, yeah, you know, like the biggest franchise in the world ever. And they did a fact check and they actually like looked it up and ran the numbers. And by by revenue, Pokemon is technically the best selling franchise in the, of, of all time. Wow. And then Star Wars and then Marvel. Like overall gross? Like movies, games, TV shows, comics, merch, wow. toys, everything included. Because Pokemon has been going hard since like 94. They have not stopped. What would Star you Wars even call that? Star Wars taking these like decade lols. Largest, what? What, would I, what would I Google here? Uh, biggest franchise. Biggest franchises by, uh, I don't know, biggest franchises of all time. Yeah, it's co- I was coming up with like McDonald's and shit. Uh, list of highest grossing media franchises on Wikipedia. No, I didn't. I shouldn't have looked at this. Star Wars is actually in fifth place. Let me pull this up. Oh, so it's including everything: licensed merchandise, video games, box office, home entertainment, books, merch, everything. So Pokemon is at a hundred billion. Wow, just total, and huh? Followed closely by Hello Kitty. That's ridiculous. Winnie the Pooh. Mickey Mouse, I guess, makes sense. It's been a hundred freaking years, and then Star Wars is actually number a hundred freaking years. You've missed how Winnie the Pooh was before that. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, Winnie the Pooh's old. Sorry, I just mentally thought that uh, Mickey Mouse was first. But consider this: number three, four, and five are all Walt Disney. Yeah. Very true. And I and wouldn't six. be surprised if Disney buys Pokemon in the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Three, four, five, six, and then eight is all Disney. Yeah. Disney Marvel. Princess, Marvel. Just the MCU alone is at number seven or yeah. number eight. That's crazy. 35 Mario, billion. Harry Potter, Transformers, Spider Man, Batman. That's so interesting that they have. 
Like Spider-Man on its own is that high up. And also the MCU is that high up. That makes me mad that Transformers is above Batman, to be honest. That's a really small thing, but man, does that make me mad. The look at the merchandise for Transformers though. Eleven billion. Not even considering the Go other up. stuff. I want to see the breakdown for Star Wars, or at least the top ones. Merchandise. Forty two bills. Look at merchandise sales for Hello Kitty. Well, that's all they have. Oh my that's so much. Oh no, I'm sorry. Wait. Yeah. What? Because there's no movies. That's just merch, Hello Kitty. That's so Hello crazy. Kitty's merchandise is worth more than Star Wars altogether. Wow. That's, that's ridiculous. That's fucked. <laughs> that's... Well, it looks like we need to uh, come up with some sort of Japanese cartoon, Bumpar, if we want to make some money. Yeah. A little talking. Rogue Squadron is, is... We're going anime. Rogue Squadron. Yeah. We're going to have to little... turn ourselves into <clears throat> anime characters. Yeah. I'll just be like a talking engine <laughs> with mad mm. eyes. I'm gonna be a, a talking lightsaber. I'm, I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be a, a a cussing exhaust piece. So, <laughs> whistle tips. <laughs> I go woo woo. <laughs> yeah, so that was random. I uh, I could have sworn Star Wars was second, but Hello Kitty, Winnie the Pooh, Mickey the Mouse, <laughs> Mickey the Mouse. I'm still looking at because I actually googled the same thing. I can't believe. Like, okay, Pokemon makes sense like in my head even though it was 96 it it was the biggest thing ever and then it continued on so like i get it like yeah they haven't stopped yeah yeah hello kitty is somewhat surprising i knew it was huge i i don't know I, that kind of leaves me speechless the fact that it's only merchandise and it's that big yeah that's ridiculous it much just yeah wow winnie the pooh makes sense just because of the age same thing with mickey Star I'm surprised Wars. how low Lord of the Rings is. It's last, huh? No, it's... Well, these aren't ranked. It just has them in the categories of like 10 to 20 billion. Huh. <clears throat> TMNT's on the list, though. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. good. Avengers. What? How is Avengers by Yeah, itself? I don't know how they have that organized, because MCU is on here and Avengers is oh, also on here. Avengers comic book. No, because they have box office in there as well for Avengers. Oh. Huh. Looney Tunes. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. James Bond. Interesting. Warcraft. FIFA. Final yeah. Fantasy. Grand Theft Auto. Superman is so low. Fuck you, Superman. No one likes you. Wow. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm going to click another one. This one was updated in 2019. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. All right. Anyways, now we're this, just reading lists to you guys. This actually has like a chart breakdown. Yeah, this is worldwide as well. So like Star Wars is probably the biggest thing in America, and it's very big worldwide. But when you throw Winnie in the, all Winnie the Asian the markets, is, Amer- is America? No, I'm saying as far as Cameron was just saying, as far as Pokemon and Hello Kitty goes. Oh, like yeah. the Asian market is like way bigger than the U.S. Well, just think about the amount of people over there. Like if you get big, I mean. if you get big in like China or India, dude, that's fifty percent of the world. <laughs> so you're 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 covered. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Rogue yeah. Mojo top tens. Yeah, we're basically just doing a Watch Mojo video right now. Yeah. <laughs> I am with no video. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at any of these. I think they do make sense. Yeah. 
I was I was honestly just surprised at Star Wars. I feel like wow, Star Wars has Star Wars is number one in people's conscious probably conscience. I think in America, yeah. Like I feel like even if Star Wars is five as far as revenue, I feel like they're revenue m- more present Darth than revenue. the others. Yes. Darth Revenue. <laughs> yes. Mopar, you're so clever. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the ones that stand out to me that are surprising is... None of them. It just pisses me off. <laughs> Why are you mad? I'm not mad. <laughs> it's it is it's crazy to see them ranked. Like, James Bond has been around for one million years, and it's like 40th. But they also just have, like, books and movies. It's true. I feel like with all of these popular things, the merchandise is the number one thing. Yeah, I guess that the Batman one kind of throws me for a loop. Like, I almost wonder, like, I'm surprised it's this low, but at the same time, I'm surprised it's this high. It's, it's, I have a weird feeling. Just being Batman, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, Batman by himself, I'm like, where's DC? But Batman is the only thing that sells fucking toys, so. Right, and you saw, although Superman was on the list. And, yeah, well, and think of how many Batman movies there are now. Yeah. Yeah. Snyder Cut, a couple weeks. Add to it. Yeah. Man. I'm excited. Think think, think about the difference between Star Wars. So Star Wars is at 65 billion. Mickey Mouse is at 70. Episode 7 made, what, 2 billion? So they need to have like 8 more movies to catch up. You know, 8 solid movies, you know. Well, still, I mean, Mickey Mouse has 50 years on Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so Star Wars is, well, and yeah, as I say that, Pokemon, Star Wars got 20 years on Pokemon. Crazy. All right, we're done with that shit. That makes me <sighs> right. happy and sad all at the same time. It does, do, it does go to show how, how much money is in children. Like, <laughs> to, to entertain children, if you can get it right. It's, it's the economy some, of half the world. Yes. I need I need some something <laughs> to take my children's attention for the next four hours so I don't have to yeah. deal with them. Yeah. Shitters. Uh Brandon said he rewatched uh BVS. Rewatched. Rewatched. <laughs> I'm glad you rewatched it. Uh Linus Dingus Dangus in the chat said he rewatched it as well. So I'm glad I did some convincing. Um Brennan said he was pleasantly surprised. The first half of the buildup was excellently executed, but the payoff, oof. Um, overall, still disappointed. That's interesting. I, I would say my my biggest disappointment, or my just like rewatching it, my my just meh feeling is a lot of the fight is just them throwing themselves into things a lot. Yeah. That's my only like real complaint. Having watched it again a couple weeks ago, is just like the first p- part of the fight is cool with all of his uh, kryptonite gadgets and guns and the mist and all that stuff. But when you get down to it, they're just throwing themselves into toilets and sinks and walls and, and <laughs> windows got and a shit. Toilet. Yeah, yeah, and that's bre- that's like a very Snyder thing. They just they wreck everything around them with their with their own bodies. Now, Brennan, did you watch the director's cut or? Ultimate Edition. I hope so. Yeah. Because yeah. if yeah, if you wa- rewatched it and it was just a standard edition, rewatch it again. Because yeah. those, those that extra half hour is like, oh wow. Ultimate is, cuts the only, the only one. The only one that is for me. 
Oh man. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you took the time though. Appreciate it. It is. Well it done. is nice to hear that. Uh, you know, it wasn't a waste. Oh, standard edition, man. You're you're missing oh, out. Oh no! You, you didn't failed. even rewatch it then. You failed. You failed. Yeah. No, it's uh yeah. That extra like 25 minutes is, is very brutal stuff and it's really dark stuff. So really and they adds. sneak a, a fuck in there at some point too. So that's worth it just for that. One quick fuck. That's all we all need. <laughs> all right. What else is going on? Oh, the weather. The weather. Yeah. Uh, it was sunny all week. All the snow melted. It's misty today. But it was uh, warm, sixty some degrees, man. It is warm, but I keep trying to wash wash my truck, and it's like you know, raining half the day. I just I can't do it. My truck, she's filthy. She's filthy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was nice out today. So. Yeah. Ooh, happiness. Happiness. Um. Yeah. I guess. Let me Google Star Wars. What did you have anything else? Oh, WandaVision. We can. Get yeah, into. we could talk about the Wanda. I'm uh I'm I'm really rock hard on the MCU right now. Yeah. Um and ne- uh Mrs. Commander is getting more and more into it, which is cool. She's never not liked it, but she hasn't seen like every single movie, but WandaVision is easier to digest on an ongoing basis, obviously, so she's getting a little more invested. Yeah. So we on Friday we watched the new episode and then we went back and watched Age of Ultron. Because she hadn't seen that, and that's obviously where Vision and Wanda come from in the first place. So, like, all the Quicksilver stuff in WandaVision, she was like, didn't really get it because there's no impact there. Sure. So, we rewatched Ultron. Really good. Uh, I guess I have the same complaint about that as I do with BVS. It's like, I just the end and the whole, I'm going to raise up a big chunk of the Earth and make it into a meteor is just a little extreme. But the general sentiment and everything and Ultron himself is really cool. So, you know, you forgive that. I feel dumb. How, how do they rip the piece of the earth? So, up? cause Ultron is in, it's not just one thing. He's yeah, in like a million robots or whatever. Yeah. So while he's fucking with the Avengers, all the robots back in Sokovia are creating these like repulsors, like a mile oh. down into the earth. And they, once he activates them, it like, levitates a big chunk of Sokovia and he like gradually lifts it higher and higher and higher. He wants to make it into an asteroid basically. How weird. And then he, and then he reverses it and it like is like surging towards the earth and it obviously would wipe out a big chunk if they did it, but the Avengers saved the day because they're the Avengers power of teamwork, power of team positivity. Go team. Go. (laughs) Yeah. Admittedly, I think I've watched Age of Ultron, maybe twice. Uh, it's good. It's not the best one, but first it got hate for some reason, and I don't know why. And it's, I mean, it's just as solid as the rest of them. Yeah. There's not really anything bad about it. Yeah, it's and one of those, uh, it's a little longer, because like, it, it's an Avengers movie, so it's got it to be a little, longer, yeah. it's gotta be a little long, but it's one of those like, yeah, I know what happens. It's There's no like big wow moment There's that I well, remember. And Vision Ultron, gets created. Yeah, uh, uh, Ultron's not my favorite villain, and like you said, the ridiculousness of of what happens. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather watch Doctor Strange or something, or you know, Black Panther or something. Yep. I don't know. Yep. I'm, I'm a sucker for uh, um, uh, origin stories. So am I. I. Like like you said, you do get Vision, but like Vision's a cool character, but you know, eh. he's so awesome. 
Uh, and that's also where they introduced the little um, comment about lifting Thor's hammer and no one can do it uh, except for Thor yeah. and you have to be worthy. But then Vision lifts it up right away. And then when you see Cap whip it out in uh, Endgame, yeah. just all those many years later, it makes it that much more worth it. But it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the party scene. That, exactly. That's what I was thinking about. So good. Hmm. That is a really nice touch that they did with throughout all the MCU stuff is putting him in there. It's just it's yeah. You know it's coming as a fan and it's just fan service stuff, but it doesn't take away from the movie, but it's just like a little slight like <laughs> Yeah. There he is. And I love that that's been happening since even back in uh Spider-Man 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Um, side note, uh, did did you hear that there is going to be a, uh, or that they uh, yeah. released official launch date for Bad Batch and all that? Oh, no, I did not. Uh, Bad Batch will start uh, its debut on Disney Plus on May 4th. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Good choice. Good choice. So, yeah, Tuesday, May 4th. What a good day. Uh, and then the next installment on May 7th. So... It sounds like they'll, they'll launch the first episode on May 4th, 7th, and then I'm assuming it's going to be weekly or something like Go that. Go back to Fridays, yeah. Cool. So, yeah. That's fun. Uh, I did catch that on, on Inverse uh, Inverse's website. Very nice. Very nice. Again, uh, I have no expectations for that, but the uh, the setting is so epic mm-hmm. and the timing of it's so epic that I think I, I'll, it'll really uh, ring true to my ears. I'm excited. Good. I'm also excited. Ooh, maybe a young Thrawn or Krennic. They're talking about uh, possible cameos in it. Oh, yeah. Been, fucking the door's open, man. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that we always say is that I don't want to see more shit in that era, but then I think about it and I'm like, that's a 19-year gap. There's a lot of stuff they can do. What, between like Order 66 and Episode 4? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. The whole... For how much everything shifts in episode three, we don't see like the impact of it. Mm-hmm. We're just like there's a there's a huge assumption of what happens when we get to episode four in the story. Yeah. So like all the in between stuff is nice, regardless if it's cartoons or anything. It is nice to bridge those gaps, and I'm excited to see the same thing happen between six and seven. Like they have a huge gap to to bridge in that one because like, they haven't really. It's talked. like thirty years, right? Yeah. That's insane. That's a Fuck. long time. That's a long time. And Ahsoka's still around. We don't know that. No. She hasn't died yet. We don't know that either. Well, sorry. I mean, Mando's like five years after Return of the Jedi. So she's lived through the original trilogy, which is yes. a ridiculous thing to consider. Can we, well, she can was, we talk about that? No, because she was 15 when she popped up in Clone Wars. So hmm. she's only like 40 years old, right? Ahsoka age Mando. I'm looking this up. Do it. 45. So, yeah. dude, as an alien, they're going to last 150 e- years. She's, she's still not even a, fucking, a quarter old. She's in her teens still. She hasn't had her quarter life crisis yet. She got plenty of time. Yeah. 45. She was born in 36 BBY. Uh, making her about 14 when she first debuts in the Clone Wars. That's cool, man. I it is really, really cool to consider that the original trilogy is happening. It's kind of the same way that like Plagueis bleeds into Episode One, yeah, through the book. 
like yeah. unofficial. I know it's legends now, but you know, I'm counting that as le- as a canon because it doesn't affect anything. Head canon. It's, it's so fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. And to have a uh, prequel trilogy character go past the OT is a crazy thought. She mm-hmm. lives through the dark times. The Empire. Think about that. She outlives mm-hmm. Darth Vader. She outlives the Emperor. Will we get crossover from Calcastus into Bad Batch? And or will we get crossover from Bad Batch into Fallen Order 2? Or will we get crossover Ahsoka into Fallen Order 2? I'm curious about that because I was... I don't want to. I almost said I was expecting more from Ahsoka, and that's not what I meant. I was expecting more information about what she's been up to. It, it looks very much like she is still underground AF. Yeah. Well, she was obviously having trouble with that compound. But it's. I mean, she's like she knows there's a couple Jedi, but it's almost as if she hasn't bothered to like you know wrangle everybody up and. Well, she's not a Jedi. She says that even in the clone. I watched that fight. Yeah. Between her and Vader when she first confronts Vader, suited Vader in, in uh, Rebels. Yeah. Which is a crazy fight. It's so emotional. Um, Because she says, uh, I will get, uh, I will avenge Anakin's death or something, or I'll get, I'll get his revenge or something. And Vader toys with her saying, that's not a Jedi trait or something like that. She says, I am no Jedi. Yeah. And it's like. She I probably like carries she carries that with her. She's 45 now. That's so like ancient. Like that's 30 years ago. Yeah, we know how quickly the galaxy forgets about things. I, I guess I was more saying, like, even if she's not technically a true Jedi, I feel like there are so few force users and they could potentially be in danger. It would it wouldn't be a stretch to see her like making contact with them, is what I mean. Yeah. No, I think yeah, to I think she's this is gonna be full circle. Qui-Gon's essence almost lives in Ahsoka going forward because she's more of like a listen to the force, let's bring balance. Yep. The whole rhetoric shit is stupid and obviously it didn't work. So I'm gonna do my own thing, listen to the living force, and you know, try to collapse like unjust things. Like that compound was clearly like keeping people as slaves and stupid shit. So she's like, you know, I can make a difference here and help people out. I'm yeah. not going to leave them to die after I do or, you know, make a true difference. Like, I, I feel like the Jedi were such a high level difference maker. Yeah. But the, you know, on the ground level, they, they didn't help a lot of people. They actually fucked a lot of things up right. in, in their path. So, from um, a certain point of view, from a certain point of view uh, I do think that was a big reason why they did that in the last season of Clone Wars. When when her she was confronted with those two sisters, yep. Even though I don't, I wish they did other stuff. I do appreciate that that yeah. they like really grounded her, and she's like, "The Jedi were doing all this good," and they're like, "Not uh, not for us. Our right. lives still fucking suck on a yep. daily basis, fighting for our lives." And you're yep. over here with like, "Oh yeah, the the Republic's perfect. It works." And it's like, "No, I live in a trash can." Yep. And you burn my trash can down. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a cardboard box. Now, now I don't and You're live. trying to burn that shit down. Yeah. So, no, it's cool. I think Ahsoka, like I said, I think she rings true to that Qui-Gon sense 
and she's living that out. Because I, you know, if if Qui Gon were to live, I think he would have essentially became an Ahsoka type character, where he's like, the Jedi have failed. Yeah, the Jedi have failed themselves. They have failed the Republic. You know, and I don't. I can't. You can't. You can't keep doing something if it doesn't work. You know. That's the definition of insanity. Doing right. the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Yep. The just Jedi like this, are insane. Just like this podcast. Another episode. Let's keep doing it. Ah! Oh, we're insane. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm okay being insane. I like it. Yeah, insanity is fine. It works yeah. for me. Yeah. Keeps things interesting. Oh, doesn't it? <sighs> it does. Yeah. It does indeed. Um, when the youth said that you were hearing about the Bad Batch and the release date, what I thought you were about to say is something about Superman because Cameron Smith said here, Marvel has the most watched program on right now on an exclusive streaming service with two minor characters. And DC is over here talking about rebooting Superman again. Uh, So I don't know if you heard about this. No. But they're considering rebooting Superman uh, with J.J. Abrams as producer. Jesus, why? Or possibly even director, maybe. Let me look it up, because I don't remember which one it was. I'm not a Superman fan, and I thought they did fine last time. Just leave him, like, how far... Well, okay, I guess my question is, are they going to... How deep of a reboot? Uh, I'm going to look this up real, 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 real quick. Is it going to be an alternate universe? Is it going to be a new origin story? How far back are we going? When uh, does so, he meet Darth sorry. Vader? Directed by Ta-Nehisi Coates, which I recognize the name, but I don't remember what else they've done. Uh, produced by JJ, not directed by JJ. Um, I guess they're probably wanting to differentiate a lot of the DC universe from Snyder. Not that that's not that it's bad, but like I guess you know you get to a certain point where Snyder's making all of your movies. And they kind of want to branch out a little bit. Oh, Cameron Smith su- suggesting that uh, Superman's going to be a black guy now. Wait, I thought it was black suit. Oh, <laughs> I assumed black like, Superman. It's not. He's, he's not a black dude. It's just black suit. I don't know if that. I've never read Superman comics. I have no Me idea if that's neither. a real thing. I thought. Hang on a second. Do 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 Yeah, because I guess the, some of their suits. May introduce the first on-screen black Superman. Oh, okay. Uh, for some reason, I saw that and I thought it was bringing over the yeah the black suit. black suit from the Snyder Cut, which we're about to see. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, do whatever the fuck they want. I don't give a shit. It's still a dumb character. <laughs> I can't they- die or can't live, and he's just all 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 being like I- yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds like a very different, interesting version. I was just worried they were going to reboot Superman with the same story again, and I was going to, I just, you know, continue the fucking thread, man. If they're going to refresh something, I guess, I guess Superman's a good starting point. I mean, like, I don't mind the new Superman stuff, but it, it never like Henry Cavill was great as a cast. But he like, was awesome. Yeah. But like the story was, I don't know. It was just like, yeah, he's an alien. He lives on, and, and then he's got new parents, and that's it. I mean, I loved, I liked him in BVS. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
There's that. He said Michael B. Jordan wanted to play Superman back in uh, 2019. He was two years, three, three, three years too soon, man. Yeah. Could have done it. Well, that's, that is way more interesting to me. I thought they were going to just have JJ completely rebooted again and then have a, then recast like normal Superman and then redo the whole Kansas thing. And that was going to be like, okay, come on. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So there's that. And with that superhero update, it brings us over to uh, WandaVision, episode eight. WandaVision. Guys, spoiler alert. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, first of all, I always forget her name. Agnes. Agnes, the actress, killing it. Agatha. Sorry, Agatha. Agatha. Angus. <laughs> Agnes was her name in the fake sitcom. Agatha is her real name. Oh, man. Agatha, Angus, whatever her name is. Fucking perfect. Angled I Angus. love, absolutely love that they're tying it to, like, Salem witch, witchcraft. Yep. Yep. And then they just, like, oh, yeah, it's this, it's it's witchcraft, but enhanced by the Mind Stone. You're like, ah! <laughs> See, that's interesting because that's the, the, I think that's the thing that the comic fans are mad about. Oh, really? Ret- well, because they're retconning her beginnings you watch ultron wanda shows up and the whole thing is that like her and her brother were experimented on with the mind stone that's the only reason they have powers in the first place okay now that disney has all the fox rights and they can bring back scarlet witch's actual origin from the comics they're retconning that and saying like the mind stone enhanced the powers that she already had so you're saying in the original comics this is she was a witch yeah okay no, I thought it was cool, man. Like it, I liked it, yeah. I liked yeah. it. I don't mind it one bit. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Um Again, I think not I think never having read the comics gives me a totally different perspective on all these characters. It's almost like And I'm here for it. This is what Harry Potter was missing. What? Like the witchcraft, like the, the crazy witchcraft that can happen and the powers yeah. behind that. Like yeah. I love Harry Potter, but there was a, a huge like opportunity that they didn't even touch upon. They they focused on the wizardry and like, hey, let's let's do battles. And they fly. got pretty dark towards the end there, man. That's true. I That's mean true. the whole scene the whole scene at the end of Goblet. <laughs> Pettigrew throws literally a little baby fetus corpse into a cauldron, cuts his hand, and brews Voldemort back to life. That shit was pretty creepy back then, man. That's true. No, it's a, it's a fair point. Because I'm, I'm on, just on a surface level, I'm like, yeah, it's just like a lot of, like, wands and flying on, on stuff. It's weird how, like, I, I, I separate those two. Like, wizards, I have a, a, a one vision, and then, like, witchcraft, I have a completely different vision. Because you're sexist. That's that's why. That's right. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it all along. I knew it. Yeah, it's it, and it's it, it, yeah. Hey, I always think I always think like witchcraft to be darker. Yeah, because you think about like Salem witch trials and every there's always like scary movies wrapped around witches and it's like a like a demonic thing and then you think about wizards and you're like hey it's like a curious fun power and you're like oh, <laughs> let's go on adventures you think of merlin and dumbledore yeah. yeah yeah so it is like it's we're all sexist from, from i didn't 16, i didn't say from, any of that you said all that well from 1675 yeah i've always thought witches and wizards were the same thing all women are witches <laughs> 
Yeah, yes, no, the Salem I, witch trial throwback thing was very cool. That was so cool. And it was actually like for her to be like a comedic actress, she gets dark real quick. Like you, she was you, great. She she the again, Agnes, the actor for the for Agnes. Catherine or, Hahn. Or and what's her name? Catherine Hahn. Think uh what a crazy journey. The first time I think the first movie I saw with her was Anchorman back in the day. And she's come from Anchorman to now being a villain in Marvel. That's so crazy. Catherine Hahn. Yeah, H A H N. Catherine Hahn, Dean Martin's ex-wife. What? Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. What what site are you on? Kathy Hahn. It's Catherine K A T H R Y N. Huh. There we go. I don't know why you can't Google. I don't know why she was married to fucking Jimmy Carter or something. I don't know. Same, same <laughs> chick. Oh, yeah. Shit. No, she's great. She's also really fucking funny. Like, I, I know we've said that before, but the yeah. comedies that she's in is like, oh my gosh, she's an outrageous yeah. human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to look at the. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. in Step Brothers, too. Yeah. Because she's the one that bangs. <laughs> <laughs> John C. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh my god, she's an amazing person. Just, just the fact that she made that work. Uh, yeah, it's all fun, man. It's it's really hardcore looping. We basically got like an origin story, like you, like we just said, of well, yeah. Scarlet Witch, yeah, in a series fashion, but in the second to last episode, and it like made fucking sense. Yeah, and it, I think even in the story wise, like Catherine Hahn's character. She would want to know who's this witch bitch who's much more powerful than me and how the fuck did she get this powerful? So yeah. she's manipulating her her history to walk back through and see, hey, what the fuck happened? Yeah. So it's just like, a, it's, oh, it's so it just works. I fucking love it. And she said, like, you are the Scarlet Witch. Like, the Scarlet Witch is like the chosen one. That's how I, I assumed it. Like, like it's from been prophecy. passed down to different witches over the course of the past couple hundred years or something like that. Or like, yeah, like Harry Potter is the chosen one or Anakin's the chosen one. Like prophecy foretold there would be a Scarlet Witch more powerful than... That's what I assumed. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. It's like a good witch. Is it? Wicked Witch of the East. What about the Witch of the North and the South, though? Died years ago. Some witching accident. Which one was it? <laughs> the Wicked Witch. The Wicked Witch. Which old I, witch? I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched that fucking movie in a long time. We're coming up on 100 <sighs> years for that. Fuck yeah. Did you ever read that book back in the day? Oh, no. I had to read that for... It was back in like fifth grade or sixth grade or something. Um, it's a little different from the movie, but it's really it was really good, man. In fact, you know what I might do for some fucking nostalgia action? Let's get that shit from the library. Wizard of Oz, 1939. We're still... I think, I think there was like three of them. We're a ways away from that. The wonderful Wizard of old. Oz, L. Frank Baum. Oh, yeah, that's the one I had back as a kid. I'm ordering this shit on Amazon right now. Add to cart. It's too easy. Jeff Bezos, God damn it. So this is this is going to ring true to our, our, our... So let's wrap up, Wanda. But why, let me make this point. <laughs> Mopart, shut the fuck up. Stop talking. Wizard, and start of talking. Oz, Wizard of Oz is 
Um, special effects are fairly close to a lot of the shit that came out in the 70s. Consider that. Yeah, it's pretty wrong. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to launch, I'm going to throw something out here and then we'll, we'll wrap up WandaVision. Kong came out in 1977. Think of how fucking dated King Kong. No, I, you're thinking of the wrong one. There's a 1977 King Kong. No, I know, but the one that you're probably thinking of that looks shitty, that's from 1930 something as well. Watch the 77 one. Atrocious. No, that's not what you're talking about. You're making the wrong point to yourself. That's atrocious. It's the 77. You're, making, you're thinking of the Peter Jackson one. <laughs> no, Just I'm kidding. thinking of this Jeff Bridges one. 1976. It, it came out in 76, December. Hang on, hang on. King hang Kong. on, hang on, hang on. Talking about the one where he's hanging off the Empire State Building? No, that's the old one. But that's one that you're probably thinking of with the dated graphics, right? That looks really like crappy now, even though Wizard of Oz kind of holds up. Yeah. That's 1933. So it's before that. Then what's the 1976? They must have just redid the same story. I mean, it probably doesn't look good either, but I think the point <laughs> you're trying to make is that 1933 King Kong looks like shit, didn't age well. Wizard of Oz, 1930, whenever, aged very well, still looks cool. Well, 1977... King Kong looks just as bad as a 30. I'm saying for 50 fucking years, it was the same special effects. Yeah. Futuristic was blinking lights. Oh, look Ex at that. Well, exponential, exponential, man. They use the same effects for 50 years, and then ILM comes along, and they advance like 100 years in a couple of days. Exactly. Good, Good job, day, George. Galaxy. Good job, George. Oh, okay. WandaVision. I'm, I'm cool with it. Very excited. I like the whole... Yeah. I, I had a feeling that we were going to get through the sitcom stuff, and this episode was going to be all exposition, which is cool. Uh, love the witch stuff. Love the Scarlet Witch as like a chosen one style prophecy. Uh, I'm not mad about the origin story because I didn't know the original origin story, so I have nothing to be mad about. And I'm excited for... Oh, I do have one question. So, so bro in the sword program kept Vision's body... And basically recreated Vision. You watched the mid credit scene, right? No, I didn't. You son of a dang. Go ahead. Spoil it. That's fine. You have to watch it. There's a mid credit scene where you see uh, the director of, of S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. They reveal they restored Vision's original body and reanimated him. Oh, wow. So now, okay. so there's a second Vision now. So ah. I, I, I was just confused... Yeah. If Wanda was creating a version of Vision in her mind, or if yeah. she literally did regenerate Vision. No, yeah, because it makes sense now. Because it was all pixelated. He was a completely. Yeah, she I don't wasn't know, like though. she wasn't reanimating the physical body. I think she did though. No, in that in the in that episode, you saw her everything pieced together from the house all the way to Vision. Everything was piecing together like digitally. But I no, but I think she actually made that, and then she uh. made. She like she she put a skin pack on it to make it look like 1940. Yeah. But I think she literally did generate the physical house and recreate Vision. So like when she touched his forehead, she was taking goddamn blueprints. He's like, I think I'm gonna so. Create you real quick. Because if you if you see, she has like a blast of like her red magic, but then Vision gets created with that yellow magic, which is like the same color as the Mind Stone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think she literally duplicated Vision. So now we got two visions. So go watch, watch the mid credit scene later. Will do. Uh, fun. Yeah, fun episode. I'm super hyped to see how they wrap it up because I feel like we've got quite a few 
bombs dropped already. Not huge ones, but like really fun twists. Um, and I, I have no idea what to expect. Like we we just did an origin story in the second to last episode. You're like, what the fuck? We also left episode seven with Monica Rambeau finding the basement, and then the fake Pietro like confronts her, and then it cuts out, and then we didn't see either of them in episode eight at all. That's so true. I don't know what they, they got to come back. And, well, and man. yeah, Monica Rambeau also has powers now. Remember, so mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. Next. Um, all right. Let's jump into 1977. King Kong was a thing. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> King Kong looks like trash. Worst still, movie it ever. It really does. And uh, so I have I, I I brought up some some websites here. I just searched 1977 like pop culture stuff. Yeah. Put us in the zone, Mopar. Uh, so here we 1977. go. 1977. My parents were 14 years old. Saturday Saturday Night Fever launched the Disco Fever. So we're talking, if you think about an old fucking movie, and you think like Disco is so old, and you uh, like Disco dies, and you're still thinking this shit's old as fuck. This was before Disco. That's so crazy to me. Um, Jimmy Carter's president. Jimmy Carter. Here we go. Average cost of a new house, $49,000. Average income per year, $15,000. Average rent, $240. Imagine how hard you could ball if you had today's money living in 1977. Yeah, you could buy all the color televisions. Exactly. You just buy television. Buy television. You can buy CBS. Cost of CBS, 1977 is probably like hundred grand. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're you're probably on a, a better website than the ones I fucking brought up. No, I I think you grabbed like pop culture shit, but I was looking up like you know cost of living, like average uh, cost of a gallon of gas, sixty five cents. Yeah. No, I, I was looking at the same stuff. New cost of a BM, brand new BMW three twenty eight thousand. Atari was released in North America, so this gives nice. you an idea of. I didn't realize uh, Atari was that old. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different versions of Atari. So this was the Atari 2600. I think there was a 2800. And then in the 80s, they launched like a 5600 or something. So this was like at the very precipice of home gaming. And we're talking about Pong. So I guess like from a kid's point of view, we're talking like Barbie dolls, Hot Wheels, and sticks in the mud. That's that's your your list of toys that you have. Also, check this out. The Atari was listed for $199. Adjusted for inflation, that's $900. Yeah. Imagine the Xbox costing $900. I mean, it's not too far. Your that's phone, crazy. Your, your phone costs that much. I know, but you just think like the Atari is so old and so trash that it couldn't have been <laughs> that much. And I feel like people nowadays do complain about the price of video game consoles and new video games and i feel like yeah that's a lot of money for the atari well you and i actually we we were just talking about how video games haven't really gone up at all yeah they've gone down a little bit they've been like yeah they've been like 60 bucks for like 20 years 
Right. So inflation's changed, but the price has been sixty on the on the on the games for the whole time. Um, Elvis Presley died in nineteen seventy seven. See, that's so crazy. I feel like Elvis Presley was a whole era that I have no idea. And this, and he's still alive. Like, that's so crazy to me. Apple II went on sale. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Saturday Night Fever. So the other movies that I was looking at, let's see, more movies. It's 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 all a joke. I like none of these are gonna even ring any bells to any of you because this is all trash. Outside like smoking the bandit. <laughs> even that, I mean, come on, man. Like outside care. of that. This is all trash trash cinema. It was like at an all time low, I gotta admit. Like this shit sucks. The Clash's first album released in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, Pink Floyd so was doing animals. Punk rock is born basically in 1977. Yeah, and actually, popular I was th- films. Oh, sorry, popular films: Star Wars, Rocky, A Star Is Born. Interesting. Yeah, Saturday Night Fever, King Kong, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Huh. Popular so- TV: Happy Days, Ooh. Charlie's Angels, Sanford and Son, Three's Company, The Love Boat, The Love Boat. I, I dare any of you go back and try to watch The Love Boat. I will not take that dare, whether you double dog <laughs> me not, or triple dog me. Don't I'm not talk doing to it. me. <laughs> it's funny because I looked up 1977 popular movies and Rocky didn't even show up. There's oh, a, interesting. Uh, there's a 007 movie, The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's terrible. It shows James Bond drop kicking a, a suited guy. That's all I see. <laughs> not as good as The Spy Who Shagged Me, huh? Saturday Night Fever. Admittedly, I, I'll probably watch Saturday Night Fever. Again. I've never seen it. Really? It's it's kind of funny. John Travolta plays it. it, it it's just kind of funny. Yeah. How ridiculous. Like, yeah. Speaking of John Travolta, you know what movie that I'll watch always? Swordfish. I fucking love that movie. I'm looking it up. With Hugh Jackman and Halle Berry and John Travolta. I've never even like heard of it. Oh, it's so sweet. So good. Swordfish, uh, also known as broadgills in some country. Har- they migrate and are a predatory fish characterized. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Wow. No, I'm not talking about the animal that you can ride in Donkey Kong 2. I'm talking about the movie <laughs> with John Travolta. He's like a terrorist and he hires Hugh Jackman to hack into the fucking FBI mainframe or some shit and Halle Berry's hot in it and all that. Yeah. Well, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 25%. So you, What? Fuck you, Rotten Tomatoes. I'd never agree with them on anything. IMDb they hate gave all it my a, favorite movies. a six and a half. There's some big fucking names. Don Cheadle's in it. Yeah, Don Cheadle. Hugh Jackman. Jesus, Halle Berry. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I've she's, never, in, I, she's in bra and panties in that one. Oh, my God. Let me cue it up. Is it on something? Some, can watch it right now. I, I really, I don't care what what it got rated. I really, I mean, it's a little cheesy, but it's what what two thousand three, two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, it's good, man. It's a good little spy action thriller movie. It's fun. Check it out if you haven't watched it. This is Swordfish Squad Padron. Yeah, we'll have to cue that up. Maybe we'll do a commentary to it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, we've been talking behind the scenes, but I think we're about to open up fanboy commentary to be whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Uh, 
you want to go on with the nineteen seventy seven? This this kind of I'm kind of mad at myself. It didn't go better the, this little segment, but yeah, it's just it's. <sighs> well, put yourself in the zone of nineteen seventy seven. How are you going to watch Smokey and the Bandit and then watch Star Wars and think that they're the same thing? Yeah, I guess my point was like, there's such a huge glaring disconnect back then with technology. So what what the kids saw on scene on screen. Like an R2-D2, a robot, was like mind-blowing. Nowadays, some dude can make an R2-D2 in his fucking basement, and it would probably look better than the original. There's some dude here at the Idea Foundry making R2s. See? Dude, everyday people can just make an R2, but back then, like, to see a moving robot and, like, be a character on screen is ridiculous. And to make it, like, work. Yeah, is a ridiculous feat. And then you start talking about like the actual technology, the lasers, the lightsabers, the speeders, all, all the stuff is just ridiculous. But it is, you know, it's funny that the, the like the aspect of the force almost grounds it. Like it's not based on technology. It's just existing in a technological advanced era, yeah. but it is still based on humans and like this mystical force. Yeah. It's almost I mean, like the force is like the glue that holds the whole thing together. Well, people have said this a million times, but I mean, it's not really a science fiction movie. It's a space fantasy movie. So it's really like Western samurai and fantasy. It just happens to be going on in space and on different planets. Yeah. So nothing that that's not a groundbreaking thing I've said. That's pretty, pretty common knowledge, but yeah, it does keep it grounded. It's it's balanced between between those two things. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have a need to explain everything. Which in some situations I actually like that and I get mad when things don't explain everything. Like that's why I got annoyed at the end of the Dark Tower, even though I like it. Um, but it works in Star Wars. Just be like, eh, we're going through hyperspace, blue streaks, whatever, dude. Doesn't matter. So I, this this might help us uh, put us in the mind of a, of a kid. So I looked up the best-selling toys for 1977. Probably fucking teddy bear, right? I mean, we're, we're talking some simple shit. Uh, a skateboard, before skateboards were skateboards, it's like a little fucking plastic thing with wheels. It's ridiculous. Pre-Tony Hawk. Yeah. Pre-anything. The people weren't doing that shit like and doing tricks. A slinky. A wooden snow sled. Everyone loves a slinky, slinky. Man, what is this? Oh, Matchbox toys. Like there's a like a block. I don't Matchbox know. Matchbox 20. Matchbox. Raggedy Ann and Andy. No, I like, your, I like your segment. We should do this for every movie. Like top shit of that year. Talk about the films. Erector sets. Fuck yeah, Erector sets. Actually, surprise. you know what surprises me? Is the Batmobile was one of the best selling items in 1977. Oh, I'm like, nice. did they have any 70s Batman stuff? Uh, the old show and then the comics. I thought the old show was 64 through 68. I mean, we're talking yeah, a decade well, Reruns, old. though. Reruns, oh, yeah, that, Honestly, that's how slow shit moved. Because you talk about, on one of the lists, it's, it said, like, the uh, modern-day PC was launched in, like, 77. Like, the personal computers, people that yeah, have the it Apple at home. Yeah, the Apple which is, like, the big Apple thing came out then, yeah. But, like, between 77 and 97, while it advanced, like, it, I didn't have a computer growing up until I was, like, 
I don't know, 12? We, we got ours in... I had mine a little earlier. No, you got it probably earlier than that. We had... Because your mom worked from home. I'm sure she had a computer early she, on. Admittedly, yeah, so she did have a laptop. But it was like a work laptop. I couldn't touch it. So, it, got, like, in my own mind, we got a family computer, yeah. I want to say, in, like, maybe 98. So I was probably 10. Yeah. Well, when DNR did StarCraft theirs, come out? Because, like, yeah. 98. We got ours in, like, 90... Well, I want to say 95 only because we had Windows 95. I probably didn't get one until like 97. Yeah. About that time. But man, just think of how clunky even though those were. Like we would Dude. play a game on it, but it was horrendous. It was ridiculous. I remember I went to Pokemon.com and I had to click on it and then I had to go make a snack for the, the webpage to load because yep. it was on dial-up. Yep. Man, so that's a different time. So like, that's what I'm talking about. Like a lot of this technology is on the press because it, it also said... um uh, God damn it. Birth of GPS. As a military, oh. as a military use. Right, right, right. Started in 77. But it's like, dude, that didn't become a thing until like 2003. Yeah. That, so I and guess then, my point And then is, the iPhone came out 2007 and it was like part of your phone. Yeah. 30 years later, it's part of your phone. Yeah. But like how slow that shit, like stuff launched, like even the Atari, one yeah. of the most popular things of all time. Not fucking really, because they didn't change. <laughs> they didn't change. Yeah. Dude, you had an Atari for a decade and it was still like, oh yeah, that's that's like our game thing that we do and that that's it. But like Nintendo, I felt but like, which it was, was 80, like 83. I want to say 84, could be wrong. That was like the real launching point where it was like, oh, okay, this there's like some money here. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like Atari and then arcades, and that was it. So we're talking... <sighs> 70 sucked. <laughs> Outside of the sum of the music. But like even the pop music back then was atrocious to my face. Well, I hated it. it. Rock was huge then, though. Rock was huge, but outside of that. I feel like the big things back then were TV shows and yeah. rock and roll. Sitcoms. And yeah. rock and roll. Yeah. Because I feel like, well, because we're, the, I, I want to say, I'm not a film expert. Were there like huge blockbusters back in the day? I feel like Star Wars like kind of started like the blockbuster trend, right? Am I don't want to say that. I, I doubt that, honestly. But because I think, feel like the 007s were, were big throughout the 60s and 70s. So there were other things. But yeah, I don't know. I looked up when did Blockbusters start, and of course, it's telling me Blockbuster, the rental store. That's not what I wanted, though. Like, yeah. Well, block, other stuff like, like The uh, Exorcist came out years before that. So, the, I mean, there was like big horror movies. Hmm. Jaws was the first blockbuster. That makes sense. What year was and that? And that was only, it said, so I was looked up like the history of blockbusters on Wikipedia. 1975 was Jaws. And it says, this film is regarded as the first film of the blockbuster era. Two years later, Star Wars expanded on the success of Jaws, setting box office records. Yeah. So That's Jaws and Star Wars are like, you know. That's when they started it. But that's just think about that. Like movies weren't a big thing. Like right. you know, like up until the the launch of uh, Star Wars, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, movies. I saw that Jaws movie. That was pretty cool." And that's all that anybody has to talk about when you talk about movies. Yeah. Well, I feel like Hollywood's always been big, but 
Jaws and Star Wars are just a totally different level. Well, it crossed, maybe it was like, I mean, there's so much going on. You're talking about like international <sighs> communications. Like you start talking about when you launch a movie, you it can launch in Japan and, and India and England and Australia and all this shit. Like yeah. I doubt many, many movies were, were that widespread. I'm sure Star Wars launched all over the fucking place. Yeah. Eight tracks were big. Portable radio cassettes. This is ancient technology, fellas. <laughs> I just looked up. I was hoping to find like a graph to show like box office sales over time. Um, but I did find just like a, a chart ongoing all time. And domestic uh, Force Awakens still holds it. Domestic box office gross. They got their money back. Now they can make good games. And then if I switch to worldwide, I think it goes to... Avatar. Avatar. No, Avengers. Endgame. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, consider this. Because that is a crazy feat. That the third movie in a series is the biggest. Well, you mean like the 21st movie in a series. True. But I'm saying in the Avengers because it's... Well, that's the fourth then. Because there's Avengers... Ultron, and then Avengers Ultron, and then Infinity War. Infinity and then War Endgame. then. So we're talking about the fourth movie is the biggest? Yeah. Yeah, they did the... Yeah, instead of trying to make sequels match up to the original, they did a gradual ramp up to the blockbuster. That's crazy. You know That's f- insane. I wonder guy. if it would be fun to go see Star Wars in a drive-in theater, or if that would even work be fun to see star wars anywhere at any time for any reason <laughs> i'm not i'm sure i'm not sure why i'm not doing that right now i want to get back to that i mean i guess theater hopefully it's not too long before theaters are open again but just getting back to that swing of you know making making a big deal out of a movie release and renting a theater and partying and watching a film for the first time with a whole group of people it's nice like it's super convenient to be able to do things at home and it really works well, obviously, for like shows. Like we all get to kind of culturally watch every new episode of WandaVision at the same time. But for movies, I just really miss, you know, the big deal about a opening night. No, I miss I, it very much. Yeah, the hype. Uh, yeah, is, hype is, train for Seven and for Last Jedi and f- for all the Star Wars movies, obviously. But also Infinity War and Endgame was, was huge. Hype. <sighs> So I uh, I wanted to really wrap my head around technology. So I, I, I focused in on computers and I, I Googled uh, history of computers. Obviously, they're going to go all the way back to the goddamn like this was a button. <laughs> so so like it starts like in the 1800s. But this is a giant room of mainframes. They can do addition. Yeah. But so, yes. Yeah, so it's 1976. Steve Jobs uh, and Wozniak. Uh, roll out the first Apple one. So Apple two, like you said, was 77. I'm looking at this shit. <laughs> this, this is not a computer. This is, this is like a big calculator with a screen. Revolutionary for the time though. Yeah. I think the Apple one was a flop and then the Apple two is the big success. Apple introduces the MacBook pro. Oh, that's 2006. I, I'm, I'm looking at 90s here. <laughs> You're out of your element right now. I'm <laughs> not. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy looking. 
Crazy looking shit back in the day. <laughs> but it's like, I wonder, like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? You know what's hilarious? The the biggest thing to make sense of how this technology stuff has advanced is to look at, like, what the RAM and the storage was. Wow. <laughs> Apple II came with a maximum memory of 64 kilobytes. <laughs> kilobytes. And now we're getting MacBook Pros with 64 gigabytes. Dude, you can have micro SD cards with 256. Well, that's memory. That's RAM. Yeah. Uh, sto- uh, what was the storage? 140 kilobyte max storage disk. Wow. Wow. I have a terabyte in this fucking thing I'm sitting in front of right now. <laughs> that's so crazy, man. I feel like cars have not advanced that exponentially. Like, no. what's the horsepower difference from, like, a 40s car to a, th- a 2000s car? The horsepower? Yeah, it's probably, oh, it's ridiculously like... ridiculously better now. Yeah, but it's it goes from, like, what, 100 to 1,000? Oh, yeah, that's it's like, not that's, that's, like, 10x. Yeah. The, 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 uh, the speed and the storage of computers is, like, 10,000-fold. It's ridiculous. I'm talking shit, but, you know. That's all we do. I'm informed. All, All right. right. So what? Next week we're going to talk about 80, um, Empire. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Sounds like a fun series. Before Apple we <gasps> rename the show, so that I have a picture of the Apple too. It's literally just a keyboard box. Yep, and a little portable TV. <laughs> the TV wasn't included. It was that wasn't. Oh, that's included. true. It was separate. Yeah. Yeah, it was separate. So you have to have your own screen. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I, like I said, the technology just moves so slow at the be- very beginning. Because I feel like the 80s, it really started ramping up. And then the 90s, it just took the fuck off and it hasn't stopped. Well, yeah, you go from 1 to 2 to 4 to 8 yeah. to 16. Exactly. Yeah. Good day, Galaxy. We're going to talk about the podcast.